Hey, it's Julie, and welcome to the Corporate Yogi Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the confidence fairy. Now, This may seem like a silly fictional character that I made up over the years to hammer home an obvious point with my clients because it actually is. It's something that I made up to hammer home a really important point. But hey, it works. It's sticky. People remember it. They get a good smile on their face and it's effective. So I'm just going to keep on using it. You see, whether people believe consciously or subconsciously, the confidence fairy holds us back from doing things that we know we need to do. It's a catch-all excuse, and I watch it attack so many clients in different situations, and I think it's time for us to really have a good heart-to-heart about the confidence fairy. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, I'm going to explain what the confidence fairy is and how it impacts us. Second, I will reveal one of the biggest lies that is pervasive in our society. Then in the third segment, I'm going to share four key tips to help you battle against the confidence fairy. So get out of your head into your heart and let's dive right in, shall we? So I'm going to start off with some tough love or the bad news first. There is no such thing as the confidence fairy. There isn't. And I know that many of you believe in the confidence fairy, but I'm here to tell you the confidence fairy is not real. And yet by people's actions, or more importantly, by their inaction, a lot of people seem to be waiting around and believing that the confidence fairy is coming. That she's going to magically make them feel more confident, confident enough to do that something new. And it plays out like this. When we don't feel ready to do something new or something scary, we put it off in the hopes that at some point in the future, we will spontaneously feel more ready and more confident enough to do it. Now, I see this happen all the time with clients. We're essentially waiting for a visit from the confidence fairy. We're waiting, secretly hoping that she will make her way through the window in the middle of the night, just like Tinkerbell, wave her magic wand and sprinkle us with this magical confidence dust that gives us all the courage and the strength that we need to do the thing that we are afraid of. So what kind of situations do we wait for with the confidence fairy? Well, there's quite a few situations that we wait around for the confidence fairy. One would be having courageous conversations, you know, giving someone tough feedback, letting someone know that we have a boundary that we need to set or that they've disappointed us in some way. It could be asking for a raise or a promotion. It could be dealing with an underperformer. It could be asking for more budget or headcount. There's so many scenarios. And most of these scenarios are outside of our comfort zone. And while we really want them done, we don't want to do them. <laughs> we don't want to be the one who has to do them. And so we put them off and we wait for a time in the future when we will have the confidence to do them. 
And truly, it's not really our fault. It's actually our saboteurs that are really responsible here. You know, our little monkey mind, our itty bitty shitty committee that steps in and says, well, if you're not really confident to do it today, then hold on until you do feel confident and then you'll be better prepared to do it. And then in this moment, we start believing in the confidence fairy that she's going to somehow magically visit us overnight and make us feel ready to do the thing that terrifies us. But this is flawed thinking. And do you know why? Because the biggest place that we draw confidence from in life is by actually taking action, by doing by leaning into the fear, by taking action before we have a guarantee that it's going to work out, by feeling that discomfort, that squishy feeling in our stomach, the butterflies, and then moving forward and doing it anyways. So by waiting to spontaneously feel more comfortable, we're really just buying into a lie, an oasis, because it's never going to happen that way. Confidence comes from taking action. Again, confidence comes from taking action. But when our nasty saboteur comes in and says, just wait until you feel more confident, then this gives us a pass on being courageous and doing the thing that we know we need to do. So believing in the confidence fairy is really just a stalling tactic that we use. The truth is, confidence will not come to you overnight. There is no glitter no magic, no wand to be waved because confidence does not just show up spontaneously. It doesn't. It isn't something you can order online. It's the one thing you can't order on Amazon. It doesn't come from outside of you. It comes from within you and it comes from taking action. So, How do we know that a saboteur is making us believe in the confidence fairy? Well, a telltale sign is that there's usually a really good story or a narrative that we have created to justify waiting around for the future to take action. It might sound like one of these. Well, I'll be ready to do it when, or it's not the right time right now because... Or all I need is to just invest in blank and then I'll be ready. And the blank that you're investing in, it could be training or certification. It could also be getting through a big project at work, having a few more successes under your belt. The common thread here is that with all of these narratives, there is a theme of having to wait until X is done before we can take action. Now, this kind of thinking is usually a big red flag that a saboteur is lurking around and giving us an excuse to not take action. But what's really going on is that you are standing in your own way. For some reason, you don't believe that you're ready and your saboteurs are telling you that you just have to do this one more thing and then you'll have confidence and then you'll be ready. But there's a problem with that logic. You see, often we do that one more thing and we still don't feel ready. It's like you're ready to start a race and every time you get up to those starting blocks and you get in position, the starting line moves forward 100 yards. 
which is totally not fair. So you work hard, you summon up the courage, you get to that next starting line, and then you still don't feel ready. So don't worry, this isn't you and you're not alone. I see this happen with most of my clients. I've been through this so many times. And I think to help understand what's going on here, we need to reveal one of the biggest lies that is pervasive in our society. Do you know what it is? Do you know where I'm heading with this? I'm going to share it with you in just a second. But this big lie is something that we all fall prey to. It's part of our collective consciousness. And the lie goes like this. We need to feel 100% ready and 100% confident to do something before we lean in and do it. And that, my friends, is just not true. Because the best way to gain confidence to do something is by actually taking action and doing something. Which means that before we do it, we have to take action and we won't feel confident enough at 100% to do it. Do you see how this works here? Do you see how this is such a dangerous lie? The truth is you don't have to be 100% ready and you don't have to be 100% confident. The confidence comes from taking action. What will be helpful for you, however, is to summon up your courage. And so if you can recall an example or a time of when you've been really courageous before and things have always just worked out for you, then this will be really helpful to take action. Now, even though you may not have done this one specific thing, you have done other things that have been new or scary. And guess what? They all worked out too. So the confidence came from taking action when you did them, not from waiting around for the confidence fairy. Okay, now I want to share a few tips that are going to help you to take inspired action and stop waiting around for the confidence fairy. Tip number one, get resonant. Take time to really feel into what you are doing and what's new and what it's going to be like once you get there. Now, resonant, fancy word, really just means it's a fancy way of saying feeling good or being happy. So it seems like a really simple tip to be resonant. But the truth is, when we fear something, we do the opposite of being resonant. Then we often procrastinate doing it. And we invest more time and energy into being scared of it and make up excuses as to why we can't do it, rather than just focusing on the positive and what it will feel like to actually accomplish it. Tip number two. Create a physical representation of the success that you will have. So do something that represents what things will be like once you get started and accomplish it. Do something creative and really have fun with it. Mock up a new business card with your new title. Calculate what your new raise or bonus is going to be. Imagine how different a relationship will be once you really tackle a courageous conversation or set a boundary, or put a stake in the ground about what you want. If you're putting together a new training or presentation, start building out the slides and imagine all the accolades and the praise that you're going to receive from doing such an amazing job. 
So find a way to get resonant and really feel into the success. Tip number three, focus on can instead of can't. Put your energy into what you can do and what you want to do instead of making long lists of reasons why you can't. Because we both know that there's a long list of reasons of why you can't do something. And when we do this, this is energetic and real. We really look to the past of whether you've done something hard or you can see any intelligence or strategy of what helped you get that done. And then you can leverage that intelligence here. So for example, maybe you had to pitch a big boardroom of senior execs. And so you prepared uh, all week long for it. And you ran through that presentation every day for a week, or you presented it to a friend and got some real-time feedback. This is a success strategy that worked for you in the past. So guess what? It's pretty much guaranteed to work for you again. It's a proven formula. So focus on what you can instead of what you can't. And tip number four, start socializing and living into it. This means grab your megaphone and tell everyone that you can about what you're going to do. Don't just keep it to yourself. This not only works energetically by shifting things at a cellular level, but it also helps you practice your pitch when you're talking about a new goal or a new project. You get to focus on who you are when you're doing this new thing. How are you going to show up? How are you going to present? How will others receive you? These are all important things. So there you go. There are four tips that will help you to take inspired action and stop waiting around for the confidence fairy. Okay, it's time to wrap up this episode on the confidence fairy. Let's recap what you're taking away and what you just learned today. First off, there is no such thing as a confidence fairy. You cannot wait around until you feel ready or you feel confident enough to do something. If you're not ready today, you won't feel any more ready tomorrow or next month or next year. The best way to feel confidence about doing something is to go out and actually do it. Go out and take action. Your saboteur is going to have a long list of excuses about why you're not ready, why you should wait, why you should do all these other things first. And these are all mostly just distractions. Taking action is the best way to build confidence. And the four tips that will help you to take inspired action, stop waiting for the confidence fairy are one, get resident, take time to really feel into what you are doing. Two, create a physical representation of the success you want to have. Tip three, put more energy into what you do want to do. And four, start socializing, which means tell everyone about it. Don't just keep it to yourself. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone who really needs to hear it. Maybe someone you know who is waiting around for the confidence fairy to show up. Let's face it, I guarantee there's someone in your life who's waiting for the confidence fairy and they need your tough love and they need this wake up call. So this episode is a great conversation starter. Or maybe send it to them as an accountability partner and ask them to 
point out anytime they see you waiting around for a confidence fairy. How about that? You will both be glad that you did. I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday for another great episode. And remember that any fear, any resistance that you hold deep inside of you is simply just your greatness in disguise.